0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, November 15th, 2018. We are a week away from the American holiday of Thanksgiving, so I want to make a few announcements before I get started with today's news and views and some really, really, really high-octane speculation about what I think may be going on with some recent stories that have been brought to my attention. Anyway, I want to do some announcements. Um, next Thursday, of course, is the American holiday of Thanksgiving. There will be no news and views on Thanksgiving. Um, so there. this will be the last news and views until two weeks from today. And also, for those of you wanting to know about the vid chat schedule, there will be a vid chat on November 30th at uh, 6.30 p.m. And that will be for the America-specific uh, time zone. And then there will be another vid chat the following week on December 7th at 2 p.m. And then the following week after that on December 14th. So I'm, I'm having to kind of... Uh, play with the vid chat schedule because of the holidays. The organ uh, arriving in October, of course, messed up our October schedule. But as usual, I'm front-loading vid chats in December uh, this year to take care of the Thanksgiving holiday. And then uh, toward the end of December, early January, I'll be making the schedule for the vid chats in uh, January. So please check the schedule. It's posted on uh, the members area on the website just make sure that you let your friends know that uh, our vid chat schedule for the next few weeks is going to be kind of crazy because of the holidays uh, a final announcement I am recording for those of you members who've been asking about the audio version of the new book I am recording that um, hopefully I will finish part one today or tomorrow and then uh, get Daniel to put up the um in the members area, put up the audio files. They will be for sale. Uh, they won't be free, uh, but th- it will be in the members area. And I'm hoping to get it done before Daniel. He will also be going on vacation, so there will be a reduced support status uh, during the holidays uh, from Daniel, just to let everybody know. All right, now let's get down to business. Um, there are some There are some really weird financial stories Going on. Um, And I have some high octane speculation, and I want to stress it is really high octane speculation because there is not, to my knowledge thus far, anything connecting any evidence connecting these two stories to my high octane speculation. But I suspect reading between the lines a bit that there are a number of developments that may be in process. The first article is from Armstrong Economics. It's titled, Goldman Sachs, Criminal Charges at Last? question mark And I'm reading uh, from the first few several paragraphs in this article. Then I want to go to a second article about another indictment ha- that has just been handed down to an individual connected with J.P. Morgan. All right, so there's Lots of stuff here to concentrate on. Let's start with the Goldman Sachs article first. Quote, the U.S. Justice Department's charges against individuals relating to the pillaging of the Malaysia Investment Fund, known as IM, pardon me, 1MDB, offers several new insights into the global multi-billion dollar scandal. But there is something the press is overlooking. The senior Goldman Sachs banker in Asia who pled guilty to U.S. bribery and money laundering charges and his deputy was arrested in Malaysia was brought by federal prosecutors in Brooklyn, not the Manhattan Southern District of New York, which the bankers own right down to the foundation stones. The Brooklyn prosecutors have laid out conspiracy allegations related to Goldman Sachs' lucrative fundraising for the Malaysian Wealth Fund 1MDB. The fact that he has already pled guilty means he has a cooperation deal, note that, to give up more information on the inside of Goldman Sachs. The entire scandal came to light came in right on target in May of 2018. It resulted in the political overthrow of the president and the new finance minister discovered computers that even the highest-ranking bureaucrats could not access when they got into government offices. Computers were set up to prevent access by anyone other than one or two people. Evidence of massive corruption was what turned the election, speaking of the Malaysian election, on May 9th, 2018. I have been writing that all of my sources from Asia to the Middle East pointed to outright corruption in Malaysia and the deep involvement of Goldman Sachs. Now, let me stop here and just remind everybody Goldman Sachs was one of the survivors during the 2008 bailout, and it played a major role In the asset stripping in Greece. All right. So there's a lot connected to what's going on, and particularly that business that uh, these people have pled guilty and are receiving probably reduced sentences because of cooperation agreements to give up more information. All right. This is crucial. This is huge, folks. Anyway, continuing. I knew dealers who bid on the project and found it went to Goldman when it made no economic sense. The feeling in the trading rooms was plain and simple. Something was seriously wrong. Goldman Sachs' role, I wrote back in 2015, had been highly criticized in the Malaysian media <clears throat> pardon me, and political circles after it emerged that one MDB sovereign wealth fund paid hundreds of millions of dollars to the bank for helping it raise $6.5 billion in three bond deals in 2012 and 2013. Goldman Sachs earned around $590 million in fees plus commissions and expenses from underwriting the bonds, according to Reuters. The reported fees are highly excessive, nearing 10% when such fees are typically only 1% in bond underwriting since may 2018 there was talk about filing suit against goldman sachs for its role in this scandal i warned that filing a lawsuit against them in new york city where they owned the courts had little chance of success and goldman knew that the criminal charges were not brought by the southern district of new york but by the prosecutors across the river in brooklyn Donald Trump should launch an investigation against the courts in Manhattan, just as Franklin D. Roosevelt did back in 1931 with the Seabury investigations. The political corruption in New York City is pervasive. The press will not write about it, and everything remains hidden. Just perhaps the competition of Brooklyn against Manhattan may open a crack through which some light might appear. All right, so. Remember, we have a deal, a plea agreement to give up more information against Goldman Sachs for suspicious financial activity in Malaysia amounting to billions of dollars in bonds, all right? Now, let me go to the next story here. This is a uh, story that runs on Reuters. It's very short, but again, there's a lot going on between the lines here. The title of the article is Former J.P. Morgan Trader Pleads Guilty to Manipulating U.S. Metals Market for Years. And I'm reading from the uh, first two and the last two paragraphs. I'm only skipping uh, the middle paragraph here in this article. All right. An ex-J.P. Morgan Chase trader has admitted to manipulating the U.S. markets of an array of precious metals for about seven years and he has implicated his supervisors at the bank. John Edmonds, 36, pleaded guilty to one count of commodities fraud and one count each of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, price manipulation, and spoofing, according to a Tuesday release from the U.S. Department of Justice. Edmonds spent 13 years at the New York-based J.P. Morgan until leaving last year, according to his LinkedIn account. As part of his plea, Edmunds said that from 2009 through 2015, note the date, 2009 through 2015, he conspired with other J.P. Morgan traders to manipulate the prices of gold, silver, platinum, and palladium futures contracts on exchanges run by the CME group. He and others routinely placed orders that were quickly canceled before the trades were executed a price-distorting practice known as spoofing. Bottom two paragraphs. Of note for J.P. Morgan, the world's biggest investment bank by revenue, Edmonds, a relatively junior employee with the title of vice president, said that he learned this practice from more senior traders and that his supervisors at the firm knew of his actions. So, in other words, stop and think now. A major investment bank committing spoofing acts to manipulate the price of bullion and other metals, commodities, futures. All right, that's huge, folks. And note that when the activity starts, it's 2009. Last paragraph Edmonds pled guilty under a charging document known as an information. Prosecutors routinely use them to charge defendants who have agreed to cooperate with an ongoing investigation of other people or entities, end quote. Now, let me give you what my high octane, without a shred of evidence, this is my suspicion, Uh, having just received these stories today, haven't had time to research any of this, but here's my suspicion— this has to deal with the 2008 bailouts, with the, controlled fi- uh, the control files that Catherine Fitz talks about, and for those of you overseas who do not know and who have not been following this story, in the United States right now, there is a lot of uh, discussion in the alternative media field about the vast number of sealed indictments they're well in their thousands now and this is folks this is record uh we're talking about so many sealed indictments that it's not even funny uh it's astronomically way beyond anything that we have seen before it's uh last count i saw it was well over forty thousand. that's huge that's a huge amount of sealed indictments and the speculation just to let everybody know the speculation that's been running rampant in this country is that this has something to do with president trump draining the swamp and shutting down the pedophilia networks and so on and so forth it may very well have to deal with some of those activities but these stories suggest to me that there's much more involved with some of these sealed indictments because remember what prosecutors do they go after middle management people, they, they get the information on them, then they strike a plea agreement with them, and those people in turn become witnesses against people higher up in the food chain. And the fact that this Edmonds pled guilty, and we see a similar deal being uh, going down in the Brooklyn court, not Manhattan, against Goldman Sachs, tells me that many of these sealed indictments may have to deal with the financial skullduggery that led up to the 2008 financial crisis and the subsequent bailouts. Because I go back to something I said uh, when those bailouts were occurring on the late George Ann Hughes' bite Show. Many of those bankers got up in front of Congress and when they demanded that there be no congressional oversight as to what they were going to do with that money, I had at the time, and I still have this suspicion, that that's the kind of behavior that you expect from someone who has a gun pointed to their head. In other words, someone was pressuring these bankers to arrange for that deal and insist on no oversight because, of course, they were going to use that money for criminal purposes. And the timing of this J.P. Morgan indictment beginning with activity that began in 2009 through 2015 suggests to me that some of these sealed indictments have to do with the 2008 financial bailouts and the subsequent use of that money. Remember, all of that money effectively disappeared, all right? It's more missing money. It effectively disappeared, and I'm suspecting now that with the activity of Goldman Sachs in Malaysia, we saw uh, during the crisis in Greece its activity there, and now we've learned about financial uh, commodities, futures, manipulations in the bullion and metals markets. Uh, This could be huge. And if it's the case that these indictments are being brought in Brooklyn by those federal prosecutors rather than Manhattan, that also tells me that this action is very well thought out. They know where the players are. They know where the pieces are laid. Now, there's a final, there's a final thing to add here, and that's the NSA. All of those trades very likely, in my opinion, are probably known to the NSA. so there's there's some sort of factional infighting going on here, folks, over uh, these sealed indictments. so i'm I'm kind of breaking company here with a lot of those who've been following this sealed indictment story over the last year and a half. And who are thinking that this all has to do with sex slavery, trafficking networks, child trafficking networks, and pedophilia. Some of it may, but I'm now beginning to suspect suspect that some of those indictments have to deal with financial fraud on a massive scale, and that we're going to see more stories like this. In other words, what I'm telling you is the Goldman Sachs and the J.P. Morgan story are connected. And... uh, as these, as these plea bargains work their way through and these people start fingering more and more people, I suspect you're going to see that number of sealed indictments rise. So that's my high-octane speculation for the day. Um, this, this could be huge, and this could be a story to watch. I think the places that we're going to have to watch now are Europe, especially Deutsche Bank, Uh, HSBC in Asia, a lot of the Asian securities trading firms, and so on and so forth. All of this, I'm suspecting now, is interrelated. And at this juncture, I'm even willing to speculate that some of these investigations may be related to the recent uh, crash of Lion Airline 610, because there definitely appears to be some financial skullduggery going on there that... uh, Prior to the crash, there was a uh, mine syndication deal being worked out with a bunch of banks. After the crash, all of a sudden, Indonesia is talking about financing this through tranches of bonds. So again, something's going on, and I suspect all of this activity is interrelated. Um, I I think you're going to see some investigations in Europe now that may tie to this and so definitely definitely a story to watch here, folks. Um, I think this is huge news lurking under the usual lack of really good detail in some of these articles. But I'm, I'm suspecting this is related to the 2008 bailouts, uh, what Catherine Austin Fitz calls the control files, and um, definitely the sealed indictments. So time will tell if that hypothesis is true. But big news. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views, folks. Don't forget uh, the vid chat start up again with the last Friday in this month and then the following two Fridays after that. And then we break for the holidays. Uh, Giza uh, will be on a kind of a reduced support status during the holidays. Daniel's going on vacation. I'll be having company and, and so on and so forth. So um Check the schedule. Make sure you uh, get into the vid chats uh, before the year ends. And next week, again, like I say, there's no news and views for the Thanksgiving holiday. So we'll see you in a couple weeks, folks. That's it. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll see you on the flip side, and God bless.